My, my main focus is Volkswagen photography. I also do writing, and I do some editing and a little bit of graphic design. That's Eric Arnold. We're Ryan and Miracle, and this is So You Own a VW Bus. We met Eric through the old VW network. We read a review of Jerry Steimel's book, Chasing Zorba, in the Vintage Voice magazine, and I ended up looking up the editor, who happened to be Eric. I dropped him a line with the story idea. Before long, I was writing an article for Vintage Voice. When it was all said and done, Eric wrote back and said, Hey, if you're ever out in Las Vegas, let me know. So, when we passed through Las Vegas in early May, we had a chance to catch up with Eric. And he is a busy guy. So you pick up just about any copy of Hot VWs, you know, you're going to see something that I did in it. So that's, like, uh, most of your main guys. So Hot VWs, uh, Air Mighty from Europe, Hey Burner Magazine every once in a while. Um, let's see, I've done some stuff for Folks America, uh, Air Cool Classics, which is a magazine that's not around anymore, Combi Life Magazine, Camper and Commercial Magazine, um, VW Vibe magazine, a bunch of others that just don't exist anymore. So, yeah, I'm freelance, so I get around. VW is a fairly specific path. How did Eric get involved with the Volkswagen scene? Well, I started teaching myself how to take photos with, like, an old film camera way back before I had a bus. So, I would say, like, learning about photography came first. Um, I saved up to buy the bus when I was work, you know, working in casino parking cars. That's when I actually bought my bus. Back then, like the Grateful Dead was still touring. So like they would come through town and we would get you know four or five. And I, you know, not everybody in Valley knew how to drive stick. So I would get to park them. And we would get, you know, a couple of Vanagans and a couple of buses. So, you know, like, I would always park them because I knew how to drive stick. And, you know, they were always cool to me anyway. So, you know, I'd park them and I would talk to the owners and stuff. And it was always a good time for me. And I bought it in Kingman, Arizona, drove it home. Pitch black dark with my kids in the back. And it didn't know what was going on. It was, it was full of extra parts and everything. And it's like... We just went for it. My wife was behind us in the in our other cars, just making sure nothing fell off. So we made it home and spent every day since working on it. And the bus is immaculate, folks. Super clean with some really regal-looking racing stripes. The stripes on my bus were a dealer option. They were applied by the dealer in 1977. I've never seen another another set of stripes exactly like mine. What is it about the bus in particular that makes it so picture-worthy? Well, naturally, when you own a Volkswagen and you like photography, you start taking pictures of Volkswagens. So that's how it started for me. So I've owned my bus, which is a 77 Westphalia. I've owned that for 20 years. And, you know, I've been teaching myself photography for a very long time, but I didn't start really getting into the business until about 10 plus years ago. Uh, buses just have so much character. Um, there's, yeah, I mean, yeah, they're boxy and 
they're like driving a loaf of bread down the road. But, you know, especially with a camper, you know, all the ins and outs and all the different, you know, crevices and all the different um, models of campers and that. So everyone does their camper differently. So everybody sets it up there in their own way to suit them the best. So unless you have a bone stock camper, which mine pretty much is, like everyone set it, sets it up differently. So no two are the same way. So they're fun that way. So photographing them is always kind of an adventure in itself. Sometimes there's more adventure than you bargained for. Like I was just reminiscing the other day of the time the cops kicked us out of the property at a church that we were shooting at because we were on the sidewalk and weren't supposed to be. And the neighbors got mad and called the cops. So we had to, like, the neighbor came out and said, you're not supposed to be there. So I'm going to call the police. And he did. So we had until the cops showed up to get all the shots done because we weren't going to leave until the cops actually showed up. But the cops actually showed up and kicked us off the property. So, And I wanted to know how Eric gets the coveted cover shots. Uh, well, shooting something that might be on the cover, uh, you have to look at a lot of stuff. So you want to put the car in somewhere that's going to be a particularly nice background. Uh, you want very little clutter. You want something that's probably going to be tall because you want most magazines these days put a single image, something that's vertical. So you want a, a tall photo, portrait style. Something clean, not distracting. You want the car to be the star is always what I say. Uh, you want to fill the frame with the car as much as possible but you want to leave space at the top for the name of the magazine. You want to think about the header, uh, the barcode at the bottom. You want to leave space for that. If it's a newsstand magazine, you know, you have to put all this in your head when you're shooting and think about the graphic design of the magazine. In the end, it's still up to the designers and the editors of what they want to do. So you can put all the thought in the world and take all the time to set up that shot and still not get the cover. So you, you can spend an hour setting up one shot and still not get it. Editors. Eric's work is really impressive. You should check it out. Uh, my website is ericarnoldphotography.com. I'm on Instagram at ericarnoldphoto. And my Facebook is facebook.com slash ericarnoldphotography. And you can see our photos on Instagram as well at On the Road with Addie. Thanks to our sponsors, the Jan Machowski Foundation of Switzerland and Go Westy. Until next time. <laughs>